Grassroots is brought to you by WorkIt, meeting the needs of entrepreneurs in Stillwater since 2017. Welcome to Grassroots, a podcast series for growing civic engagement through conversation. I'm Chris Peters. And I'm Michelle Charles, and we're your hosts for this series. So Michelle, why are we doing this? Well, Chris, we believe that when it comes to public life, people tend to talk at each other or about each other way more than they talk to each other. And we wanted to create a place that encourages more meaningful conversations. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm a little tired of soundbite politics. I think we all are. So for the races we're talking about in this series, election day is February 8th. Early voting will begin February 3rd. On this ballot, voters in Stillwater are going to be asked to choose the next mayor and to decide a couple of propositions. One that would increase a dedicated sales tax for transportation and one that would increase the city's visitor tax. To kick off this series, we have interviews with Mark Trotter and Will Joyce, candidates for mayor of Stillwater. Each interview will be split into three episodes where we get to know the candidates as humans, learn about their interests, how they spend their free time, and hear why they want to serve their community. Each part will be released simultaneously, so be sure to listen to each candidate's episode. In part one, we get to know Stillwater's Mayor Will Joyce, learn about his life growing up in Stillwater, what brought him back, and how he balances family, work, and public service. Hello, welcome to Grassroots, a podcast to grow civic engagement. I'm Michelle Charles. And I'm Chris Peters. And we're here today with Stillwater Mayor Will Joyce and mayoral candidate, I might add, to talk about the upcoming election and uh, why Will wants to do this thing. Mm -hmm. So welcome, Will. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming. Uh, We kind of want to start at the very beginning, you know. How the did very you beginning? Yeah. How did you come <laughs> into this world? Uh, what is your first memory? <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of us, you know, we've kind of already know some things. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people that have no clue, where were you born? Where were you raised? Sure. Where's your family from? That's a, uh, you know, it's funny because my parents were just in town this weekend. My dad and I were driving around. Uh, where were we going? We were going to the Honor Band concert this Saturday, and we drove past Married Student Housing which was the first place I, I lived in Stillwater. Okay. So it's not called Married Student Housing anymore. I think they call it uh, family housing or something mm-hmm. along those lines. But um, I came to Stillwater in 1981 when I was two. Um, my parents, who were both um, Army veterans, so my parents both joined the Army right out of high school. Wow. Um, my dad from Oklahoma, my mom from New Hampshire, and they met up in Germany in the Army in the early 70s. And so... Uh, they spent three years in Germany in the Army and met each other and got married and moved back to Oklahoma. Uh, my dad worked as a diesel mechanic in Tulsa for for several years. Uh, my brother and I were both born in Tulsa. Uh, and then in 1981, he decided to go back to, to school, came to OSU on the GI Bill uh, as a, as a um, Army vet, my, my mom and my dad both. Uh, and we moved into 40-5 South University Place, which is still there. It's still uh, there. Wow. Still there, right next to the Cowgirl Soccer Stadium. Okay. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So that was my that was my first address in Stillwater and um, spent two or three years there while my dad was getting an engineering degree here at OSU. And um, yeah, went to Westwood growing up and, and uh, lived on campus. And it was uh, it was great. We, you know, uh, it was really a, a cool place to, to grow up as a kid. 
What did your mom study? You said she came back. She studied initially, I think, computer science. She was a um, a computer engineer in the army. Okay. Um, but uh, she ended up not finishing right away at that point, so she um, stayed home and was a was a stay at home mom uh, for us. Uh, and my my little sister was born in 1984. Uh, so she um, ended up staying home and then went back to college and got a nutrition degree at OSU. Um, I want to say I was in junior high, I think, when, when she graduated. Okay, cool. Okay. So is it just the two of you, you and your sister? No, I have an older brother. Oh, so okay. my, my older brother and I, uh, he's two years older. My sister's almost five or six years younger. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we all grew up here in Stillwater. All went to Westwood and graduated from Stillwater High. So Will's a middle child. I am. Yes. That's supposed to say something about you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a peacemaker. <laughs> ah, that's uh, that's the uh, okay. you know you got to be the 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 one that's uh, solving all the arguments and keeping mm. the peace. Okay, that's, so that, does might, the... that might be useful in the future. I, I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering if that actually you know plays into working as mayor. I think it does. Uh, uh, you know, I don't. I don't know how much of I tie to being a middle child and that sort of thing, but I, yeah. I think from a personality uh, standpoint, I'm, you know, I, I don't, I don't seek out conflict. I'm not uh, a kind of the kind of guy who likes to get into fights, but I do, um, you know, I am an arguer. I like to discuss things and have have a discussion and and talk things through, but but always towards an end of getting to a point where everybody's on the same page and trying to get people, you know, in a common frame of mind and and to look at things in a similar standpoint or at least to to see an issue from from both sides so that we can move forward together. I think think that's certainly part of my personality and and something that that um you know has been helpful and and useful to me in in this mm-hmm. job. You obviously went to school to become a lawyer. I did. Were there any things like any, uh, maybe the middle child, maybe grown up that like, this is what I want to do with my life? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. So I, I went to Stoddard High, went to OSU, uh, graduated from OSU in 2001 with an English degree, um, actually with an emphasis in film. So hmm. my... Um, my The literature I studied as an English major at OSU was, was film. Um, okay. And I'd always planned to go to law school. I actually started OSU as an engineering student. I was a chemical engineering student my first semester or so, first year. Um, I was a science and math kid in high school, and that was kind of the idea. And then I realized I wasn't that big of a science and math kid. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I well, I enjoyed it, and I was okay at it, but it just wasn't something. I wanted to take more electives, right? When you Got get you. into an engineering program at OSU, you start to look at the flow chart, and there's like four electives in four years, you know, and I wanted to take history and political science and philosophy and yeah. uh, different sorts of things. And hmm. so I went as far you could go the other direction, which is an English degree where you have like 50 hours of, <laughs> of electives you get to take as part of the, sure the program. So I took all kinds of stuff in college, but I had planned to go to law school all along. Um, but I will say I never really wanted to be a lawyer. I, I didn't hmm. like being a lawyer wasn't ever the, you know, I didn't like grow up watching legal shows and wanted to be the guy in the courtroom making yeah. these arguments. I, I think from a standpoint of an academic perspective, I, I love school. I like learning. I like reading. I, I like. Um, I think law school appealed to me from that standpoint as something that was challenging. Um, you know, was going to give me a lot of different opportunities. It wasn't okay. necessarily just going to be you know litigating or, or being that kind of a lawyer. Um, and and that's really what drew me to it. So have you always focused then on corporate law? Um, when I first got out of law school, I worked at a, a big law firm in St. Louis, uh, and I did 
uh, litigation. I did mostly, you know, business litigation. Uh, I've tried landlord tenant cases. I've tried, um, contract breach of contract cases. Um, so mostly business focused. I was never in criminal law or anything like that, but, um, I also did zoning work in St. Louis. I've done, I've done, um, sort of estate planning and kind of closely held business planning, uh, as an attorney in, in my sort of first career. Well, let's talk a little bit about about your family, your mm-hmm. your wife and kids and everything. Uh, yeah, so my um, my wife's name is Rochelle. She's also a Stillwater kid. We actually started dating when we were sixteen at Stillwater High School uh, as sophomores, and so we've been together for twenty five ish years. So wow. ninety five, I think, was when we started dating. Um, we got married after our junior year of college, so we both stayed here, went to OSU, um, got married uh, before our senior year. Lived over on Sixth Street our, our senior year, the apartment building that's been since torn down, not there anymore. But um, and then we moved together to St. Louis uh, after we graduated. My wife uh, went to graduate school at St. Louis University uh, as a speech pathologist, so she has a, a master's degree in speech pathology from SLU. And I went to Washington University in St. Louis for law school. So schools are about six or eight miles apart in St. Louis. It was oh, a good nice. fit for both of us. You know, we kind of looked around the country to try to find where we could both go, um, you know, to programs that we were both interested in and a place we wanted to live. My first choice was New York City. I wanted to go to NYU, but Rochelle was not super excited about uh, New York. We looked at like Duke and North Carolina. We looked at uh, USC and UCLA. Uh, But St. Louis was really a good fit for us because they were both uh, good schools and good programs, close enough to family that we could Mm -hmm. drive down for the weekend, um, but far enough away from family that... (laughs) Mom and dad weren't just going to show up, uh, you know, any random Tuesday afternoon. So, nice. um, which, you know, as a, as a young couple was something that we were, we were looking for. Cause we had both of our parents lived here in Stillwater when we got married. Um, we spent the first year of our, our marriage eating Sunday dinner at both houses. You know, we'd have lunch after church and then we'd go to dinner at the other. Yeah. And, uh, I think we both put on about 30 pounds that first year of our marriage just cause we were eating all the time. But, um, so yeah, we, we moved to St. Louis, uh, both went to graduate school there, um, and then uh, we had our first kid in 2005, Jackson is our oldest, and, okay. and um, ended up having three more while we were in St. Louis. So we have four, four kids, three boys, uh, Jackson, Thomas, and Henry, and then our baby girls, Isabel. And um, yeah, they were all born in St. Louis uh, while, we were, while I was working in St. Louis. My wife um, worked for first couple years after she was out of school at a school for deaf children that have cochlear implants. So it was a very specialized school in St. Louis for um, cochlear implant um, recipients and uh, really a cool place. But she worked there for a couple years until we had our first son. And, and then she worked from home after that, or she, she worked at home uh, as a stay-at-home mom. Sure. So what made you decide to come back to Stillwater? At what point? So I wanted to come back to Stillwater. You know, when we first moved to St. Louis, the idea was we'll go there for school and we'll come back home. You know, I had clerked actually after my second year of law school. I worked in Oklahoma City and Tulsa for the summer at two different law firms, thinking, you know, we were going to come back here after uh, after law school. Um, we just decided not to. Um, kind of after that summer, we got back to St. Louis, and we had made a lot of good friends there. We, we you know, we had um, become part of a church that we really liked, and and we kind of thought, you know, we really we like it here. I mean, we kind of want to stay. And, and so we decided to look for jobs in St. Louis instead, uh, which was pretty late in the game to do that, but I uh, was lucky enough to find a good job in St. Louis. So we had kind of always wanted to come back. We, we 
we liked what we, you know, we liked the, the, the group of friends we were in in St. Louis and so we stayed for, for ended up being 10 years. But for the last two or three of those, I was looking for a job in Stillwater. I, I really wanted to come home. Um, it's just, you know, again, both of us grew up here. Her parents had still lived here. My parents kind of went, uh, my dad took a job in Little Rock for a while and then ended up back in Edmond. And so, you know, we were wanting to come home. Uh, it took a while to find something that was worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bit of a career detour the last four years we were in St. Louis. I worked in the law firm for about four, four and a half years, um, actually quit that job and went to seminary. Um, so I went to Covenant Seminary in St. Louis, uh, for the last three years or so we were in St. Louis. I have, um, all of the credits required to have a master's degree in exegetical theology, uh, but never actually finished that thesis, uh, because we finally did find something and came back to Stillwater and, and, and kind of went a different direction, but really enjoyed my time doing that. And, and so when we, when I found a position here at OSU in the business school at the, uh, Riata Center for Entrepreneurship, uh, that's what brought us back in 2011. Okay. Is there anything you miss about St. Louis? Oh gosh, bigger oh. city living. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, one. I mean, for us, the thing we miss the most is our our friends, and we still have yeah. a lot of good friends in St. Louis. My, you know, we we kind of had a group of friends that all had had kids kind of at the same time, and so all of our mm. kind of kids grew up together, and and you know, for ten years, uh, my oldest son was six when we moved back, but um, you know, that was foundational great relationships times. in in, in St. Louis. But also with young kids, St. Louis is a fantastic place. I mean, it's got a wonderful zoo that's free. It's got a science museum, science center that's free. It's got, um, you know, Forest Park, which is rivals Central Park in terms of size and, and you know, things to do. Mm-hmm. The art museum, the municipal theater that's outdoor. I mean, there's all kinds of cool stuff in St. Louis. And, and certainly with a young family, it was w- wonderful. Um, and that was one of the the biggest sort of trepidations in moving back to Stillwater with four kids under six was what are we going to do? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we, we certainly miss, um, you know, some of those amenities, um, the, the restaurants, the, did that kind of lead you to want to get involved with the Wondertorium and, and trying to provide those things here? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, very much so. I, you know, when we first moved back again, four kids under six, um, you know, the Wondertorium, had just opened, I think was, was within its first year or so of opening. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent a lot of time at the Wondertorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was one of those things that was sort of like, okay, for people like me, um, and for my family, this kind of a place is incredibly important for this community, right? I mean, if we're going to bring, if we're going to attract young families, if we're going to bring in, you know, young professionals of people who want to live in Stillwater, um, you know, we need to have these type of amenities. And so, um, that got me kind of involved in that board and, and, you know, what can I do to help out here and, and how can I, um, how can I try to make sure this place sticks around? Um, which unfortunately it hasn't, but, um, certainly not, not for lack of trying on a lot of people's parts. And so, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of what got me involved. Did that, it seems like almost then you coming back to Stillwater that maybe you already had a mindset of, I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to contribute in some way. Absolutely. You know, I had, I had, I grew up, I was raised to help out where I could help out. Right. I mean, my dad was a deacon at University Heights. Um, my, my parents kind of were always involved in, in different sorts of service activities. Right. I mean, it was just sort of part of the, um, 
the way I was raised that if, if you have something to contribute, you should contribute it, right? If you're, if you're concerned about an issue, you should find a way to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I was engaged in St. Louis when I, you know, I was on the local YMCA board, um, where we lived in St. Louis. I was actively engaged in our church as an elder, um, you know, and did a lot of, of things when we were there. So there was no question that I was going to do something in, to be engaged when we came back to Stillwater. And, and those kinds of things that were important to my family were sort of the first place that, yeah. that we looked. Makes sense. You, you know, it's interesting because, I mean, there's so much emphasis in Stillwater on the need to develop amenities and, and systems and infrastructure that will be attractive to young families and will keep young professionals here. Mm-hmm. And you guys are kind of, you know, I mean, perfect examples of that, right? People who grew up here wanted to come back and then it took a while to find the job that yep. would bring you back, yep. first of all. So that's where your economic development comes in. Mm-hmm. And then things for your family to do after you get here. Yep. I mean, talk to me a little bit about some of the some of the struggles mm-hmm. with that and I guess how how that impacts your view of where the city needs to go. Yeah, it's a it's a huge part of it, right? It's a huge part of why I ended up getting involved in city government and and sort of the larger municipal issues uh, after kind of starting out with with Wondertorium and and being engaged in those those types of activities. Um I did. I looked for a long time to find a job in Stillwater. Um, I, you know, I was a practicing attorney. Um, when I was in seminary, I worked for a, a, a dispute resolution um, ministry. I actually worked with churches and worked with with individuals on dispute resolution issues. And I kind of was a lawyer for them and and a mediator. Um, and I knew I wasn't going to do that. Like I, you know, went to seminary thinking maybe vocational ministry is something that I want to do. And very quickly figured out that it wasn't, uh, wasn't going to be something that I did as a job. Um, and so, you know, looking for professional attorney type roles, um, it's pretty difficult to find something in Stillwater that's not, um, well, it's difficult to find something in Stillwater at all, right? I mean, so I talked to local attorneys about, you know, coming in and being part of local, small local firms or potentially coming in to take over, um, you know, some of the the local firms, the way that, you know, older folks that have been here practicing for a long time try to to, to get involved and potentially take over firms. Um, But, you know, the questions I asked when I came and did that was, do I have to do divorces? Do I have to do DUIs? Do I have to, you know, I didn't want to do that type of work. I just, you know, I'd spent enough time doing family mediations and and that sort of thing to know that I I did not want to try to make a living doing that. It's too, um, just doesn't fit for me. Uh, and you know, the response I got back from most of those folks was, well, you kind of got to pick up what you can pick up. You know, if you want to make a living doing this in a smaller town, you got to kind of take the, the, the business as it comes until you, you know, eventually maybe you can establish yourself as someone who just does business law or, you know, that sort of thing. So, uh, I wasn't super interested in doing that. Um, you know, then you've got the university, mm-hmm. um, and you know, there's not a whole lot of lawyer specific jobs that they're hiring for at any given moment. So it, it took a while. And that was a big part of my, once we got back, I, I, you know, I think there are a lot of people like me who would like to be in Stillwater, who were here for college or grew up here or whatever, um, who, who would love to be here if their opportunities were here for them to work. Mm-hmm. And you wound up at a company that basically does software, but I mean, they're based here in Stillwater, mm-hmm. 
but they have an, it's an international business. Yeah. So uh, I, my day job now is at Innerworks. I was at the university for a year. I moved over to Innerworks. Um, Bayfar Jahanshahi, who owns the business, was a friend of mine in high school. We kind of grew up together. He's a couple years older than me, but we played high school soccer together. I knew he had like a computer business. I thought he was just sort of big fixing computers for people. And that's uh, he was. He was like, you know, set well, up your Wi-Fi, fix your computer. He like was. Doing we, st- we still do anything. that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I sat down with him. I actually ran into him at a Riata Center event because he was speaking to college entrepreneurs because he started that business as a, as a college student. And he was talking about how, oh, yeah, we're getting ready to open up an office in London. And we just signed Facebook as a client. And I was like, oh, so you're not just fixing people's <laughs> laptops here in Stillwater. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I ended up moving over there. Um, now work is basically general counsel. I do all the legal work and, and we have about 250 employees spread from Berlin to Singapore. Um, most of those are here in the U S um, 50 or so in Stillwater and, and another 40 or so in Oklahoma offices in Oklahoma city and Tulsa. And then the rest of those folks are kind of spread out around the country. And then, uh, in three or four international offices now. Okay. When you decided to run for city, well, uh, you, let's see. City council, mm-hmm. were you appointed or did you have to run? I ran for that. I, you ran. Okay. I, um, I initially applied in 2015 um, when Gina Noble was elected mayor and her seat opened up. Okay. Um, Elaine Zanotti actually was appointed out of that out of Got that it. group, um, which was the right decision from the council at the time. Uh, but Joe Weaver afterwards told me he's like, "Hey, you know, my seat's going to be open next year. I think you should run for it." So I ran for his seat in 2016. So. Uh, talk to your boss and be like, Hey, you know, I might need to be a little bit more freely available to, mm-hmm. to, you know, go to these meetings or, you know, possibly show up for a podcast at, mm-hmm. you know, nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> how, how does that work out with kind of the, the balance of, of work and then public service and then, and then even family too? Yeah. It's a challenge, I guess, is the short answer. Um, you know, I did speak to, to Bayfar and to the folks in Interworks when I first got involved and was going to apply for city council and asked, you know, hey, how do you guys feel about this? What do you think, you know, from a time commitment? I'm not really sure what it's going to look like. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the good thing about Interworks and, and um, the people there is that it's a it's a very community-focused sort of a place, right? I mean, um, they do a lot of, of community work, sponsor things, um, active all over the place. And, and Bayfar is um, like, you know, is a Stillwater kid, grew up here, um, you know, has kept a business here that really has no business being based in Stillwater. I mean, <laughs> most of our, you know, high value, most of our clients at this point are not based in Stillwater. We do have a lot of local companies and a lot of local clients, but, you know, a lot of our work is now on the coast or international and that sort of thing. And so, um, it would be very easy to pick this business up and move it to sure. certainly a bigger city, if not, you know, San Francisco or New York or someplace like that. So, uh, but he's invested here, right? And he sees the value of uh, this community and wants his business here and wants to raise his family here. And so, um, you know, that's been a huge benefit and and um, blessing really to me to be able to say, hey, I this is how I think I can contribute and for him to see that as a um, a, a valuable, uh, avenue as well and, and be able to be flexible with timing and, uh, recognize that sometimes I'm, I'm going to be out doing city council or mayor things. And so, mm-hmm. um, from a family perspective, it, it's a, you know, it's a challenge. We have four kids. They're now 10 and up between 10 and 16. Um, 
my wife uh, has been had stayed at home as as a mom uh, up until the last couple of years. She's gone back to work uh, a couple of days a week at the high school as a speech pathologist. Um, but you know, it we've we've always been busy. We've always kind of had things going on since we had our kids. We've both been active, I and mean, she's on the YMCA board. She's been involved in in um, extracurricular activities since since uh, we've been you know together since we've been uh, since we've had kids and so we've kind of always just figured out how to work uh, our schedules around what needs to happen we you know hey I've got to go to this meeting can you come watch the kids or hey can you take somebody to soccer tonight because I've got to go do this so it requires a lot of communication it requires a shared Google calendar uh-huh. it requires you know uh-huh. a, uh, a fair amount of, of juggling and and sometimes um, we both look at each other and go, oh, I was supposed to be at this interview thing at 930 <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it it's, happens. It's, you know, it's it's hectic for sure. But um, I think it's just a matter of, you know, when you have people who value the service and who feel like it's important to do these things and they recognize it's not just, um, you know, this isn't something that we do just for fun or, or you know, to, to make some economic benefit out of it. It's stuff that we invest in because we care about it and. Um, when you care about something, you make time for it. Okay, so speaking of making time for things and speaking of fun, I've got a note here that says hobbies slash interests. Oh, boy. Okay, do you have any time for hobbies <laughs> or interests outside of everything else you do? Um, if it's just me and I don't have anything else going on, I'm going to sit down and read a book, right? I mean, that's like if I'm trying to think the last time Rochelle and I just went on a vacation together, um, to a beach somewhere. Um, I think I just sat and read like four books, like on the beach. That's, I mean, that's what I would probably choose to do on my own. Um, I, you know, I enjoy watching sports. I, 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 um, follow English soccer. That's kind mm-hmm. of my, one of my oddities. Um, so are you a Cardinals fan? Is that right? So actually my, so my, I mentioned before my mom's from New Hampshire. My family, okay. my, my extended family's from New England. Um, my dad is not really a sports fan. So I got all of my sports fandom from my New England family. Oh, okay. So I actually grew up as a Cardinal, as a Red Sox and. Red Sox, um, that's right. Uh, Patriots and Celtics. And th- that was kind of the, the influence I had. Now my okay. grandfather who lived in New Hampshire and was, you know, a Red Sox fan his entire life. He would send me because we lived, you know, here in Oklahoma. He would send me every year the Cardinals baseball cards set, the team set of Cardinals baseball oh, wow. cards, because he would say, "You don't want to be a Red Sox fan. This is not any kind of life for anybody that wants oh. to ever be successful. <laughs> it's too and painful. So it's don't do it. Root for the Cardinals. They're closer to you. They're good. And so I kind of followed the Cardinals even as a kid. Um, but yeah, my grandfather always tried to convince me not to be a Red Sox fan and to, to follow the Cardinals instead. Ah, oh, man. And I was a Cardinals season ticket holder when I was in St. Louis. It was fantastic. I mean, that was my office when I, my first job, my office was literally in the big mirror building that you see behind Bush Stadium, New Bush Stadium. I could sit at my desk and see home plate. It that was is unbelievable. Cool. It was, so as a you- baseball fan, I was, it was awesome. In part two, we hear about Will's love for books and how being an English major who studied film impacts how he enjoys movies. Thanks again to Work It for sponsoring this series. For more information about Studio Stillwater and how you can help support our mission as a listener or sponsor, go to studiostillwater.net. There you can sign up for emails, get a free sticker, or send us a message. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Thank you.